We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Greg Olson, and I'm thrilled to introduce my new podcast, TE1. TE1 will chronicle a 60-year evolution of the tight end position, from its origins as an obscure, overlooked blocking role to the versatile superstar position that it is today. I'll explore the evolution of the position through conversations with some of the all-time game-changing tight ends. And just like the incredible tight ends we sit down with on my new show, the Chevy Silverado is in a league of its own. This truck is all about grit, strength, and dependability. The same attributes it takes to be a tight end. The Chicago Bulls select Kobe White. Levine with the runway, lays it in. Zach Levine does it again. The late shot on the middle. Oh, oh, the Minnesota oh, The crossover. Levine it up or get out the way, Trey Young. Welcome to Cash Considerations, a Chicago Bulls podcast. We're on the Blue Wire Network. We're brought to you by Bet Online, Indeed, and Manscaped. I'm Ricky O'Donnell. I'm here with Jason Pat. This is a special emergency episode of the podcast because, Jason, finally, the Bulls have a new head coach. It's Billy Donovan, who has been officially announced as the Bulls' next head coach, replacing Jim Boylan. We still don't know what his contract is. We're recording this about 45 minutes after the news broke. Uh, So, you know, we're still kind of in the dark on a lot of the details, but just give me initial impressions, Jason, of what was going through your head when you saw the news that the Bulls had hired Billy Donovan. Yeah, so I was uh, just over at Jewel running some errands, uh, listening to the score, and they broke in with the news that the Bulls had hired Billy Donovan. I was just kind of like, all right, well, sure, why not? We kind of talked a bit about Donovan's candidacy, and I know when we had a pd webb on we we talked about him and he like wasn't too thrilled and like i don't think like i know billy donovan is like i would consider him a splash i am surprised that the bulls actually hired him i did not think they would hire him i thought he'd be too expensive i didn't think he would necessarily want to come to this i think you would still call the bulls a rebuilding situation uh uh going from oklahoma city the parting of the ways there because they might be going to rebuilding situation so like i was definitely surprised by it uh i will I'm not going to say that like, it's definite home run hire, like it's definitely going to work out. But I mean, Billy Donovan, great coach for a long time at Florida, uh, had a good amount of success at Oklahoma City. I don't know necessarily want to 
know how like much of that success was due to him. Like with the, with, with the Katie, he was hired to coach Katie and Russ. They blew a three, one lead his first one, first year there against the Warriors. Obviously that was some Warriors magic. I mean, they could have won the title that year. Uh, and then Katie leaves and you kind of have the weird Russ years where Russ is just kind of doing his thing, r- letting Russ be Russ. And then, I mean, this year he was like the co-coach of the year for the coaches. I mean, they clearly overachieved with Chris Paul on some of the good young talent they here. They had there with Shea Gillis Alexander, uh, Dennis Schroeder had a really nice season. Gallo, obviously he's not young, but he was pretty good. And then like we saw Dort break out in the playoffs. So I mean, I think Billy Donovan probably not like one of the best coaches in the league, but he is a solid coach. He's definitely a pretty big name and a big splash for sure. What do you think? Yeah, so I would say my my first start thought is just that this is really safe. I think like Karnaschovas is going for a known quantity and Billy Donovan, like we said, five years, the Oklahoma City head coach, two national championships during his time at Florida, coaching Joe Kim Noah, Al Horford, Corey Brewer, that whole group. Uh, you know, I wanted to see the Bulls hire a first time head coach this time around, just because I thought there was a diverse ca- pool of candidates that uh, had some really intriguing names among them. The guy I wanted was Wes Unsell Jr., uh, the assistant coach for the Nuggets. Darvin Ham was an option. Dan Craig, the Heat assistant, was an option. Uh, so Donovan definitely offers, I think, like more certainty than those guys. Like You know that Billy Donovan is at least going to be able to, I think, command the respect of a locker room and be able to like competently run an NBA team. Now, he was third in Coach of the Year coaching this year. Of all the active head coaches, I believe Billy Donovan has the fourth highest winning percentage. With those things being said, it still feels like we don't know too much about how Billy Donovan is going to approach his new job in Chicago because this situation is totally different than what he had in Oklahoma City. Like you mentioned at the top, Donovan arrived in Oklahoma City coaching Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook. Durant bounces after Donovan's first year. Uh, And then it becomes basically like Westbrook gutting for the MVP every season, trying to average a triple-double. Westbrook does that twice. They trade for Paul George. Uh, You know, the first year with Paul George, they come up short. That was the Damian Lillard year, I believe, uh, when Lillard hit the shot in Paul George's face. Uh, Then this year, of course, they trade George to the Clippers for Chris Paul. Was he only... he only there one year or was he there two years? I guess he was there two years. I was regretting it as it was coming out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, that was the year before that was the the Jazz when they got punked by the Jazz in the first round. So right. like so that's like not not great on Billy Donovan's playoff resume to with Russ and George. And I don't like I said, I don't necessarily I, I don't I'd have to look back and like look at those series and what happened there, but like the Jazz punked the Thunder that year, and that was also a mellow disaster. Like he was awful in those playoffs. And then, so that's two first round exits with Russ and George, like not great. So this kind of, yeah, this kind of goes into just like sit, probably a safe option. Like he's a solid coach, but like in terms of like the playoff stuff, like kind of a mixed bag there. Keep, keep going. I just wanted to interject. Yeah. There. So Donovan was eliminated in the first round every year as a head coach when he didn't have Durant. And when they made Durant, they made the Western Conference finals, they lose. So then after that, four straight first round exits. So. Uh, I guess like my initial impressions is that I thought it would have been cool to like have a black head coach because they've only had one in franchise history. There were a lot of good candidates. Instead, they go with Donovan, who's more of a known quantity. He's not a first time head coach like someone like Wes Unsell Jr. or Darvin Ham would have been. Uh, 
I think it's tough to, like I said, I think it's tough to like really discern anything from his coaching style because this year, while the Thunder really overachieved, they went 44 and 28. Uh, Donovan comes in third in coach of the year voting. They make the playoffs, which no one expected. Well, I mean, like, we all thought that was more CP3 than anything else, right? Like, I wrote a big thing on CP3 yeah. after they were eliminated, and he was probably one of the 10 best players in the entire league this year. CP3 had, like, an insanely good year. So, you know, it's tough to sort of figure out where the credit goes between Donovan and Chris Paul there. And then, you know, I think ultimately they they underachieved when they had Paul George and Westbrook together. And, of course, when they had Durant in Westbrook for that one year, like, yes, it was Donovan's first year in the NBA, but you know, that season was championship or bust and they busted and Durant left and then it was all over. So uh, I would say I am not very excited about Billy Donovan and Chicago Bulls head coach. I could be totally wrong about this. I'm not like anti it at all. I think that there is a pretty good chance that like Billy Donovan falls between the 13th best head coach and the 18th best head coach in the NBA. Uh, And that's sort of where I would place him. Like, I think he is a perfectly fine head coach. I think that yep. he's going to be a lot more competent than Jim Boylan. And that's probably the best thing for Donovan is that, you know, anything is going to seem like a huge improvement over Boylan. So yeah, Donovan is set up to look very good, especially in his first season in Chicago. Uh, do the Bulls envision Billy Donovan being their head coach when they get good? I mean, probably yes, because I don't think Donovan is going to come cheap. Right. I, think- I mean, that, yeah, that, that, and they probably sold him on like this young core. And he clearly probably buys into this young core for him to come again, like to leave the Thunder, like, because there were question marks, what they're going to do with Chris Ball. Are they going to rebuild? The Thunder still have some really nice, young, like, they still have Shea Gildas Alexander's really nice young piece. They have a ton of draft picks. Like, they're, pr- they're set up pretty well for the future. So I guess to leave them and to come to a situation with the Bulls where, I mean, they've been terrible, obviously a bigger market, uh, Better, better fran- overall this historic franchise. Uh, but yeah, I, I would guess that they sold him on this core. They sold him on rebuilding this Bulls team like quickly. And uh, it, we, as you said, we don't know how much he's. They offered him how much he the new deal is yet. Maybe maybe we'll find that out pretty soon here. But yeah, I mean, clearly they did sell him on, pro- on probably leading this team to the playoffs. Maybe as soon as next year or re- relatively soon, and then being that coach to, to get them there so like you can argue about whether you think that's like realistic whether this team is even anywhere close to the playoffs we tried to buy into it this year and they fell flat on their face but obviously there's areas where they can improve greatly with the development of this team and with donovan as maybe going back to his roots as a college coach and developing a group of young players i mean maybe the maybe it works out really well i'm kind of with you like i, I don't think it's great i also i'm definitely not against it i think out of that all these guys they were looking at like I was going to be fine with just about any of them and kind of interesting just this comes out this hire comes out like a day after uh Shams at, at, at the Athletic had mentioned how like uh was it was Atkinson, Udoka, Unseld and I think Darvin Ham had like interviewed really well and that they were about to like go into their finalists and all that and now the next day they hired Billy Donovan so so yeah I don't know <laughs> uh you know, I feel like typically, like, dude, dude, do you remember the podcast we did the day that Boylan was hired as head coach when he replaced Hoiberg? Uh, I did not. That was an explosive podcast, bro. I think I said the F word about 800 <laughs> times on that episode. And we were so anti-Boylan from the day he got the job. And part of it was we thought that Hoiberg got a raw deal because he'd only coached Larry Markman for one game. The Bulls had a lot of injuries at the start of that year. Uh 
So my main take on all this now, though, Jason, is we're sort of like past the flaming hot take era of the Bulls organization. And I think that's ultimately a good thing. The moves that Garpax were making were so objectively bad in the moment that you could just flame them right away for it, right? Like we knew that signing Rondo and Wade was stupid before we saw it play out on the court. It was, a, it was, they were dumb decisions that we were first questioning, not like, you know, second guessing right. basically. Uh, with Donovan, like I'm not upset by any means. I think, like I said, I think he should be a perfectly fine head coach. And it's because we're just giving the new front office the benefit of the doubt with AK, with Mark Eversley. Uh, We just don't really know how they're going to manage the team. This is really our first data point, right? And what the Donovan hire tells me is they went for a safe hire that probably won't make them look terrible and won't make them look stupid. Uh, Now, does Donovan have a super high ceiling as a head coach? I would probably say no, given the fact that he was eliminated in the first round four years in a row on a team with at least one and sometimes two stars. Of course, the Western Conference is really difficult. You get in the Eastern Conference, it could be an entire new ball game just because the competition is so much easier. Uh, so I think this is a safe move. And, you know, this is just like uh, not really... Uh, it's not an indicator of anything, but my first thought was I bet the Bulls draft Denny because I feel like <laughs> Denny is kind of a safe player. Donovan's kind of a safe coach. Uh, at a certain point, I'm sure that AK is going to take some risks. And, you know, just because he hired what I would perceive to be, you know, made a safe head coaching hire doesn't mean he's going to be totally risk averse or anything like that. But uh, to me, yeah, safe play. I don't think that AK will have a bunch of egg on his face from this hire two or three years from now, even if they ultimately part ways with Donovan. And the last thing I want to say on this real quick is just that, uh, you know, we don't know the contract yet, but I'm pretty impressed that uh, AK was able to get the Reinsdorfs to open up their pocketbooks. was just going to say that. For Billy Donovan. Yeah, absolutely. I was going to say that as well. Like, they clearly, he, like, identified him right after. I mean, the the report came out right after Donovan left that he was going to be on the Bulls' radar clearly he was it was kind of under the radar for the last couple weeks we hadn't heard much but clearly they identified him right when that hit when he left okc that parting of the ways uh they clearly opened up the pocketbooks somehow so yeah i mean that kind of just maybe points to maybe a different era possibly well obviously a lot we'll see what happens in the future in terms of like paying for the luxury tax and all that kind of stuff but uh yeah that's definitely kind of a uh, that was one of the reasons why i was surprised because i didn't think they were actually going to pay up for him especially uh given all the rumors we heard but it, it seems like uh, just kind of a new air here with AK here, and hopefully uh, it works out. Uh, before we start, ta- before we finish up here, we're going to do a quick pod today uh, and look maybe at some maybe moves in the future. Let's take a quick break, take a word from our sponsor, Manscaped. Support for Cash Considerations is brought to you by Manscaped, who's the best in men's below-the-waist be- below grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for grooming experience. If you've ever had a time where you've uh, nicked yourself down below the belt, uh, you, you know how that it's awful. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. And the Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to advanced skin safe trademark technology pioneered by Manscaped. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. The waterproof technology allows you to groom in the shower. One of the coolest features is the LED light which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. 
They've also upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with QuietStroke trademarked technology. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. So if you are listening to me speak right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Trim that junk of yours and you get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code CASH2020 at manscaped.com. Again, that's 20% off and free shipping with the promo code CASH2020 at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. We are back. Emergency episode of Cash Considerations, a Chicago Bulls podcast. After the Bulls hired Billy Donovan, it is a done deal. They announced it soon after Adrian Wojnarowski broke the news on this lovely Tuesday in Chicago. Uh, so I guess now that they do have Billy Donovan, and you kind of meant, you kind of looked ahead, mentioned the Denny possible Denny pick. Uh, now that with Donovan here and what we've talked about with the core, like, do you think there's like any moves that like, it should be on the radar? I know people have been talking about Joakim, like bringing in Joakim Noah now to be like their Udonis Haslam. Uh, like Nick Fardell tweeted about that. Casey got a quote from Noah already, uh, just kind of expressing like his happiness for the Bulls and all that. Uh, I know the Bulls have like a million centers on the roster already, but like, I, I'm, I'd be all for bringing Noah back. And he didn't really get much playing time for the Clippers. I thought maybe they could have used them against Nikola Jokic, maybe a few, goon it up out there for a little bit. But I would love to have Noah back as like that veteran on the end of the bench. Dump Cristiano Felicio somehow. Get Noah in as like their third or fourth center as a veteran guy. And then also like we, I mean, Bradley Beal tweeted and obviously like, oh, should the Bulls go try to trade for Bradley Beal? Uh, I think Cowley just tweeted about trying to trade for Chris Paul because Chris Paul just had a ton of success this season with, with uh, under Billy Donovan with the Thunder, uh, what do you feel about any anything like that? Any big moves you mentioned? Like I said, you already mentioned Denny. Anything in the future or what you'd like to see out of the, I guess the current Bulls core as well? Like obviously Wendell Carter Jr. We've talked about uh, the stuff that the Bulls need to do with him as him his development. Anything with the current players or any moves you'd like to see them make in the wake of the Billy Donovan hiring? Uh, I really think it's too soon to say to draw any big conclusions. Like to me, just the one take on this is that it was a safe hire with Donovan. And I think that, you know, if that is an indication of how AK is going to manage the team safe, isn't necessarily bad. Uh, I do think like the bulls have a lot of work to do. They are potentially in one of the worst situations in the entire league uh, because they have been bad for, you know, what, three years already. They don't have a ton to show for it. I think they have the second worst record in the league over the last three years since they Only traded the Knicks are worse. Only yes. the Knicks are worse. And, you know, what What do they have to show for it? Like, basically nothing. Like, we don't really know if any of these guys who are part of this young core are going to be part of the team long term next time they're good. Uh, I would assume that with hiring Donovan, perhaps they will try to get more aggressive in upgrading the team to be an immediate contender. Uh, now, you know, there's a couple different ways to think about it. Like, would you prefer that the Bulls go with like a tear it down approach and try to get the first pick in the 2021 NBA draft, which is supposed to be a much better draft? Uh, I think it has a flat out star in Cade Cunningham, who's going to be playing his college ball at Oklahoma State next year. He's been a guy who I, I've interviewed him before. I've done uh, you know features on him, and he looks like the real deal. I mean, he looks like a no doubt, no brainer, number one overall pick in 2021 but you got to be the worst team in the league or one of the worst teams in the league, basically 
to have that happen. Now, the Bulls have needed no help in being one of the worst teams in the league the last three years since they traded Butler. That's exactly what they've been. Uh, But, you know, maybe... So the rumor was that Donovan turned down a two-year contract extension from Oklahoma City because he didn't want to be part of a major rebuild. So is that an indication that, like, the Bulls aren't going to be in for a major rebuild and that instead they're going to, uh, you know, try to compete for a playoff spot next year? I think that like most likely the Bulls are in such a bad situation in terms of just the raw talent level on the roster that uh, they probably would benefit from being really bad and trying to get Cade Cunningham or trying to get another top pick in the draft. Of course, we've seen that the Bulls have not had good luck in the lottery uh, before this year when they finally jumped up a few spots to number four. So uh, it's hard for me to have too many big picture ideas on what they should do with Billy Donovan right now like in terms of Brad Beal I I know that Bulls fans are going to get excited about the idea of like Brad Beal tweeting about Billy Donovan but uh Beal while a good player like he hasn't been able to carry the Wizards to much by himself especially after John Wall got hurt and I think like he his game is pretty similar to Levine's in terms of like being a dynamic scoring shooting guard but not being much of a defender not being a great playmaker so uh, Beal's a better player than Levine for sure. And I like Levine, but I think that, uh, that's just, you know, out of their two careers, obviously Be- Beal's had the better career thus far. Uh, in general, I think that it's, it's an interesting hire by the bulls to get Donovan. Uh, like I said, it doesn't really excite me. It doesn't get me super jacked up for the bulls in 2021, whenever they finally do take the court, but it will be really nice to root for a team. That's not coached by Jim Boylan. That yeah. says more about Jim Boylan <laughs> than it does about Billy Donovan, but I think that's okay. Yep. Uh, just quick funny note here. It looks like Zach Levine, uh, found out about Billy Donovan hire while he was streaming call of duty. That's kind of funny. Uh, but yeah, like in terms of like, if they like tried to trade for Bradley Beal, I mean, are you like trade? Are you doing like a Levine for Beal swap? Are you trying to get Levine and Beal to like play together? Like, I, I guess I'm not really sure how that would totally work. Um, uh, another tweet that just came up came across from our guy Ron, who's always tweeting stuff. I know he's been very pessimistic about the Bulls in general. Uh, he claims that AK was going to turn the roster over. I guess we'll totally see, and that's why Donovan uh, was is was fine to come in. Like I said, I, it is hard to say. Like, who knows? Like, there's. It's interesting that. Again, that he did leave Oklahoma City for the Bulls, considering where the Bulls are at, and Thunder have had more like general success. I know they've lost in the first round, but it'll be interesting to see like what he thinks of this of this this roster, what AK thinks of the roster. Uh, we we don't know when they're going to play again. Right now, it's looking like Adam Silver was talking today that it might not be till twenty twenty one till next season starts. Uh, it's probably going that way, and like the draft isn't until November now, and like free agency will be like right after that. So like. Who knows like when all this stuff is going to actually going to happen when they're actually going to play again. Uh, it, tur- it looks like Donovan's not going to be joining the Bulls for their workouts that they just started in the last couple weeks. Uh, not that that really matters that much. Like it would have been nice to get him in there, but I mean, whatever. So yeah, like it, it, it I, I'm definitely just excited for a new era at the very least. Like I'm excited not to hate the coach that's coming in. I'm excited to just kind of see what this new front office like will do and like, seeing this Nuggets team perform really well is like, I don't know how much that actually means in terms of like AK and what he'll be as an executive, but at least it's kind of exciting to like, think about how they've built from the ground up and become a team that's in the Western conference finals and challenging. They should be tied one, one, one right now, if not for blowing the game in the last second, the other day. So like, 
I'm just kind of excited. It's just kind of it's kind of a fresh start, a new era with a new front office, a new head coach who is not a total boob. Some intriguing pieces. Uh, so it just seems like they could they could go in a variety of directions. So just kind of have have all that on the table there, and just not to be locked into just a pile of total pile of crap. I mean, I guess the roster could be a pile of crap, but if it is, like AK is going to go and blow it up and change it up, and it'll, it'll be interesting to see what he does. So like, it's just exciting to have just something new to root for. This whole fresh start here. Uh, yeah, I, I guess that's that's really all I have to say right now on this. We'll obviously have to read more, and we'll see what this contract's like. We'll have to read more about Billy Donovan. Maybe we'll get more reporting about what they're in the in the next coming days and the coming weeks about what they're planning for this roster and what Billy Donovan's thinking about this team. But for right now, I think it's like a, I, it's a solid hire. I wouldn't say it's a home run, but I'm still excited. Do you have any final thoughts here, Ricky? No, not really. I agree with that assessment fully. Uh, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm not super excited by this hire, but I think that it could potentially be a solid hire. There's no doubt about that, and I think it's a safe hire. And I'm very interested to see what happens with the roster now. Like, uh, you know, a couple things. Like, the Thunder had the best lineup in the NBA this year, best three-man lineup with Chris Paul, Dennis Schroeder, and Shea Gilgis-Alexander. So Donovan was playing basically three point guards together this year. Uh, Part of that was because they didn't have a lot of wings on the roster. I think that was his main motivation. But, you know, he got a look at a three-point guard lineup this year in OKC, and they were the best three-man lineup in the NBA. So I think that's something to consider. Uh, I think that whole five-man lineup was, at least, I think that was the best clutch lineup, at least, with Adams and Dick Gallo. So, I mean, they were ridiculous in the clutch. Uh, and then, you know, you look at, they've always had Steven Adams in the middle. Adams definitely very much like an old school big man. So, uh, you know, we had our boy Brian Schroeder on the podcast to do a draft preview. And he said, uh, something that stuck with me that the first thing the Bulls should have been asking potential coaching interviews was what are you going to do with Wendell Carter? Who's had arguably, you know, the worst hand dealt to him of any young player in the league over the last couple of years. Well, I mean, I don't think that the way that Donovan used Adams is really going to give us any clues to how he's going to use Carter. Uh, Maybe defensively. I think that, you know, Stefan knows mentioned that Donovan changed up his defenses from time to time in Oklahoma city. That's encouraging. Uh, Like I've said, watching the playoffs this year, the, and really this happens watching the playoffs every year. The biggest thing I've taken away is like coaches just need to be able to adjust and need to be able to be like, all right, this isn't working in the playoffs. Let's try something else. So Donovan, lost in the playoffs four straight years in the first round. Not super encouraging. Uh, I still think that, you know, like sometimes though, good coaches cannot have amazing first 10 years uh, in any professional sport. Like Bill Belichick wasn't great with the Browns, right? And you can like go up and down the list of coaches who sometimes didn't immediately prove themselves to be fantastic in their first stop. Uh, I think Donovan proved himself to be fine, but, Certainly not fantastic. Uh, so I don't think we actually have a ton of information about him coming into this. Or, you know, if, even if we do have some information, I think that there's still a lot of question marks is probably a better way to put it. And I think that for Karnaschovas, now this is the first data point in how he's going to be thinking about the franchise, how he's going to be monitoring the franchise. And, uh, you know, this is this is really the first hint of, of his managerial approach. Yep. I'll finish up here, KC, with another quote from Noah. Joakim Noah says that Coach Donovan's going to somebody who's going to hold his players accountable and somebody who can relate to his players while keeping a relationship with the guys. That's a tough balance, but he's proven he's been able to do it time and time again. So that's big words, great words from Joakim Noah. There's some other 
uh, glowing stuff all across. I mean, obviously you, you hear that kind of stuff all the time about coaches after they get hired. Who know you don't want to always look deep into that, but hearing some of the good stuff that's obviously good. So we'll talk a bit more about Billy Donovan in the future. Obviously, uh, we're going to wrap this up here today. We wanted to keep it mostly short on this emergency podcast, but again, Bulls hire Billy Donovan. Uh, even if you're not super excited, like I said, we're not like jumping totally jumping for joy here, but I think it's a solid hire. Uh, it should bring them uh, just a level of like competence, credibility, whatever you want to call it, to this franchise as a head coach. Maybe he can he's a guy who can maybe make some more attractive for other players to come in. So hopefully that will be the case. Uh, for us here at Cash Consideration Chicago Bulls Podcast, as always, shout out to the Blue Wire Network. Shout out to our sponsors with Manscaped, Indeed, Bet Online. Go check out all the other great pods all across our network, especially now that the NFL's back up. We're in the East, we're in the conference finals right now, and all the other great pods across the network. So for Jason and Ricky, this has been Cash Considerations, Chicago Bulls Podcast. We will talk to you guys next time. Take it easy. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.